0: Uh, it really is a pleasure. Um, great to learn together. I think I'm really in a room ruin some people. I know that I've also like, I guess, never spoken in front of. And this is uh, hopefully nice. It'll be good. We'll talk about a very important topic. Um, it's one that I think is uh, is relevant, or I would say, it is a machlokas. Whether it's relevant, but hopefully it can be uh, it can be intriguing. There is a gemara Rosh Hashanah on Dach Tazayin base. Beis. The gemara there quotes a series of halachas. Um, and the halachas on some level just seem to be similar. That when it comes to regalim, so it's appropriate that a person goes and the person visits there, visits their rebbe on a regal. The halacha of Kabbalah's rabo, rabo Okay, that's that's one halacha on the books. Then, Amar um, Yitzchak, it's the same Rabi Yitzchak, it seems to be like a series of what's going on here. Chayev Adam l'tahher es atzmo b'regel. The Rabi Yitzchak has another statement, which is in advance of a regel, not only do I have to make sure that I'm going to be Mikabel p'nei rabo b'regel, but I also have to make sure that I'm going to be Mitahir myself in advance, in advance of the regel. Those are two different halachas. Interestingly, both of those halachas are not quoted in Shulchan Aruch that both of those halachas, that one would have assumed would be uh, applicable. So certainly the first one should be applicable. Kabbalah's Pnei rabo beregel. there's no reason why nowadays a person couldn't do that. If anything, you could argue that nowadays it is more accessible than it ever was to be able to have access to go to a person's Rebbe, but that is not noted anywhere in Shulchan Aruch, which is intriguing, you know, number one. And same thing with Lotar Atma beregel. That's not quoted by the Rif. it's not quoted by the Rush, it's not quoted anywhere in in Shulchan Aruch, at least... It seems to be that there's any such halacha of a person has to be Mataras atzmo, atzmo, Beregel. Atzmo Berregel. So, one question at least to explore is, is why exactly these two dinim uh, are not quoted Lemaisa, in particular for us, the second one. And the second question, I guess, which is an intriguing one, both of these have very odd mikoros. Both of these halachas have very odd sources. The source for Kabbalah's Peni Rabo Berregel is a Pasuk encouraging someone to visit their Rebbe on Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. It's a very odd kind of a mucker. Yachronim pointed out, it's like, well, if it's not Chodesh or Shabbos, like, why are you there? It's like, ah, there was a halacha about, about Barregel. So Pnei points it out, but that's one very odd sort of, uh, of a Makom. But the mucker for Ardin of Chaiv Adon L'Tahir it's Atma Barregel, is also a very odd mucker. Because a mucker is, from a context in Chumash, that has nothing to do at all with Regalim. The mucker for that is a Pasuk and Parsha shmini. But the Torah is talking about in general, mibsaram lo so talking about what a person's allowed to eat. And the Torah says there, uvunivla an avela, an animal that died, did not have kosher shechita, si ga'u, that I can't touch it. If I touch it, I'm going to become tame. So that has nothing to do with regalam. It's not Parsha emor, Parsha pinchas. It's not even like parsah kisisa. It's just, it's a regular lachavatim of a and the Sifra, their comments, which the Gemara here is quoting, also the Gemara says, well, like it sounds in the Torah that you shouldn't become Tameh. but that can't really mean that because there is no way to become Tameh at first glance. It must be it's a reference to the regalim. So that's also a very sort of odd mar If you're like, I don't know if you're fascinated by the you know traditional mikra into drashas chazal gap but this is a pretty good example where there seems to be a relatively significant one. The Pshad of Chumishes don't ever become Tameh, and then we are on some level going to darshan that as meaning, by the way, what that really means is Charles Regal time, a person shouldn't go and a person shouldn't become tame. Like what exactly, is, uh, what exactly is going on there? So we have these Gemaras, and we have these Gemaras, two Dinim, both of which not quoted lemaisa, both of which with somewhat obscure or odd Mikoros, and we're focusing on the second one, but we'll see, I, I think, that they are on some level at least potentially, potentially related. That's, I guess, introduction part one. Introduction part two is it's relatively clear that the halacha of chayv Adel Latarit on applies with the regalim. The name of the din gives it away. If I have to be myself on a regal, so again, no one would have a doubt that on Sukkot, Shavuot, and Pesach, a person would have to come and a person would have to be mitahir, mitahir them themselves. Does it apply to cases outside of the regalim? So that seems to be a Machlokas Harishonim already, as to whether that applies, uh, as to whether it does. On one level, there is this ravya. The ravya is quoting a Yerushalmi. This Yerushalmi gets quoted in Shulchan Aruch with the Chumras of not eating Pasakam during the, during and Meit Shuvah. But Yerushalmi seems to say, <laughs> If you could go forever and eat only tahor things, that would be awesome. But if not, at least go for seven days. At least go for seven days. It is not clear at all, and there are machloksim, what are the seven days that we are referring to that a person is supposed to eat betahara? Tahara. So seven days a week, seven days I have to be Tahar. What exactly is that a reference to? Something that there must be some, some misprints here, some manuscript issues. There's no way that it could mean that there's like, what are the mysterious seven days? So the Ravya says, Vikibalti, and I have a kabbalah, shivas yamim, shiva yamim shame There's seven days in between Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and those are the seven days when you have to be Tahor. The Torah quotes and the Torah says, Well, wait a minute, it's very odd that only those seven days you have to eat Batarah. I would have thought that a minimum used to also be Tahran, the first two and the last one, Hashanah, the first day of Rashana, and then Yom Kippur. So the Torah says, no. Torah says it means those, those are obvious. Of course, Rosh Hashanah, you have to be tahor. Of course, Yom Kippur. The Chiddush here is even the, the seven days in the middle. But the Torah adds something. The Torah says, why is it so obvious on Rosh Hashanah that I have to be Tahor? Why is it not even included in the Yerushalmi? It just says the seven middle days. So the Torah says, Rosh Hashanah lo sarich Lehi zayir atzmo, Biregel. So you have to be Torah and a Regal, so of course you'll be Tara and Rosh Hashanah. Now Rosh Hashanah is not a Regal. It's only Shalos Regalim. But what the Torah apparently assumes is that this halacha is not really limited only to Regalim, but it applies to Rosh Hashanah also. Now, on a contextual level, you, you would see that already even from the Kabbalah there in Rosh Hashanah. Both of these halachas are Regal halachas where there's really a lot of questions whether they're relevant only to the Regalim. As we noted, the source for Kabbalah's Peni Rabba Regal indicates you should go to your Rebbe on Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh. So the fact that that halacha may not be as Regal-specific could be at least one of the places. I don't know if anyone says this, but to me it just makes sense. And if I get the mucker itself about Tarat and Regal, has to do with Regalim per se anyway. That's a more of a general So the expansion beyond Regalim is in and of itself not as surprising, but it's at minimum extremely noteworthy. Extremely noteworthy. The Shibolei HaLeket goes even further. The Shibolei HaLeket says, Chayev Adma Taratsmo Birego and then he has this Kalvachomer, or Kol Shekain, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur. Then if I'm Chayef to be on the regel, so it's like implicit Kol Shekain on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, I also have to be Mithair, at Hashanah, He goes so far, which is further than like an extreme shita of Geonim. The midak to go to the Mikvah on Erev Yom Kippur, so Absadiah Geon had this like a little bit of a, of a well-known shita. I think Absadiah Geon, the Rush quotes this, when he would go to the Mikvah, Erev Yom Kippur would make a bracha on that going of the on going to the mikvah on Erev Yom Kippur. That's very surprising. Usually we have a bracha when it comes to a ger. It goes to the mikvah, the Gemara Sachem, makes a bracha of women that are tovah on the mikvah. But, but, but to a person going to Erev Yom Kippur, there's no raya in the Gemara that you should go to the mikvah Erev Yom Kippur. That's all post-Halmudic. It comes in times like the Onim. Yet you're making a bracha. Spoy Halekit goes further. Spoy says, not only should you make a bracha when you go to the mikvah Erev Yom Kippur, but I hold you should go to the mikvah even if you go on, on Erev Rosh Hashanah. That Erev Rosh Hashanah is just a real Indian to go to the mikvah, that you, you should go because it's part of this idea of Chayv Adam Latahir Atzmo, Latahir Atzmo B'Ragel. This has an Afkamina. I don't know if any people here, most people here were in YU, I think. So if you, uh, on Erev Rosh Hashanah, there were two mikvahs in the heights that were always open. One was the Breuer's Mikvah, the other was the, the Dumbra Mikvah. The so Dumbrov mikvah apparently is not a mikvah like at all. It, it's like a very large bathtub people go into. I mean, it's, it, it's a lot. It's like it was built like a mikvah. It's all Mayim Shuvim. It's not really a kosher mikvah at all. If you're going into, I guess like for women to use it or going on to Harvai, so that's your zone. So then, so then that would be a little bit more, a little bit more problematic. The Brody mikvah was like a real kind of a mikvah. So there's always a, I remember this question as that as to whether a person like it was always it was also easier to go to Dumbrov because the Hasidim are a little more laid back than the Yekis. So it's always like a little bit of a question like, you know, could you just like so part of the question relates to what the level of obligation is for going to that mikvah. The more that it's the kind of tvila in a mikveh that for some would be mechaiv, even a bracha and it may be a kiyam of certain dinim the more makhbed you would be on going to a formal, real, serious, serious mikvah. I mean, it's larger, bigger than a bath, I'm saying, but, but as far as its status is a really kosher mikvah, maybe they fix it up, or that's what I was told at the time, so there would be more flexibility, more flexibility there. The there. would say on So that's actually not so clear. It could be not. There's no raya. Well, yeah. Like part, exactly. Exactly. Correct. It's an odd thing. That, well, I think we'll get there at the end. I like to get there a little bit. A, like a, it is an odd, like three steps. You know, it starts with Ragel, Kolshkein Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. If it's a different chiv, it shouldn't be a Kolshkein. If it's a different chiv, it should be separate. Then Kolshkein Yom Kippur, which is about chuva. En- so that and you make So that I think we'll try to. I think we'll try to explain. But there are some reason that the whole thing was ridiculous. There's no Khivatumhar <laughs> of Regel at all Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. The word regal means means regal. Uh and, and the whole thing, you know, when, when the rush and Yuma to other Popes can point out, like we don't make a bracha on our Tvila, on our Hashanah Arav Yom Kippur, you know, we don't do that at all. I once quoted this and one of the guys in my shear told me that he made a subracha every time he goes to the mikveh because he would go in his community, the mikvah they would go to was the woman's mikvah and there was a sign that said, make a bracha when you're in the mikveh. <laughs> so he's like he's like, I just go in and I'm like, okay. You know, whatever they tell me to do, I'm doing, you know? So he's like, he's all good to go. So so I was like you're sad to go. going. He's like, No, I am you know, apparently an idiot. So I don't know. But uh, but it makes sense when you think about it a little bit, you know, like uh, he just goes in. He's like, I don't know, why not? Um, but, but there is this big Machlokas as to where exactly it, it comes from so we have, again, two main things we've sort of noted thus far one is that there's some ambiguity about the mikoros themselves where they're located and how much they're regal specific, and why they're not quoted the and what's going on there and the second piece is Machlokas by kipper. Yom Kippur so is there a din of Chaimotas regal or, or not why would there be, and why, and why would there not be so what I want to try to do is to develop uh, two Mechalchem uh, to the nature of this din of chaiv Atmo Beregel, try to develop two mahalchim um, to try to suggest this is like I guess part of at least what is uh, what is going on here and has impact I think for Rosh Hashanah and what it's sort of all what it's sort of all about. The, the, the first camp, which is the way the Shagasari learns Pshat and Rambam, we Rambam, the way the Svas MS seems to learn elements of rif and the Rus for not quoting it is a chay of Adel Matar B'regel is a din in Regalim, and it's really, there's no independent value in being Tahor, but the goal of being Tahor is in order to facilitate my going to base HaMikdash. That because of the din of Ali el and part of the din of Ali el is so I have to go to the Mikdash and to bring certain karbanos. My olas re'iya, maybe my shalmei chagiga, I have to bring certain karbanos when I'm going to go up. So because I have a to go up, or Yitzhak is really telling me something which facilitates... An additional, an additional mitzvah. It's like the mashal le- of Mahadav the way that some relate to the other din of Yitzchak, of, ha- of Kabbal's Pnei Rabo baragel may really be a din in Hilchel's Talmud Torah. And it's not that there's value per se in just showing up at your Rebbe's house. It's that you show up at your Rebbe's house so that you can learn Torah. And that mo- both of these halachas of Rebbe Yitzchak are a version of almost like a heksher. They are facilitators of you being able to fulfill the mitzvah in whatever way you would actually ideally want to be able to to fulfill them if that is so says the sfas ms that's why the rush and the rift don't quote this halakha cuz the halacha is not relevant nowadays not applicable nowadays i can't go and because i can't go and i can't be a there's no din let's say formally of aliyah leregel so memela there's not going to be a halakha of there, there won't be a halakha not only of aliyah leregel there won't be a halakha of uh, of Mittara Atmo, the regal, either. Yeah. So, so rib, rib, the riff also only quotes Lamisa. He doesn't quote either. He doesn't, so that's what I'm saying. If it's if the way you're explaining it. it oh, why isn't it called Mashur regal? Yes. Yeah, uh, no, so super no, super no, no, the Nobihuda thinks that's also a function of Mikdash in a very odd way. Who's the Gumara The, ah. the, the Gemara says that you shouldn't be Mechabed. Um, I think Mark Dusin speaks about not being mechaved rabbanim more than Hashem. So if we've been muckle that there's no Alila regel we shouldn't do Kavals mei braga either, because it'd be an affront to that. And therefore, it's also a din tali Mikdash, although be it somewhat more externally. So suggest no do that, but that would be like that kind of so a mahala. Yeah, huge, huge chiddush. Yeah, we can do this in a second. It should be the direct quotes. Pashtas, yes. Or at least you can't go to the mikdash more often than you go to your rebbe. You can't go to your rebbe more often than than you go to the mikdash. Again, for special. I don't think that means like you know it's like you can't go to shiur every day unless you're also going at harva. that frequently? But I think it means as far as like the special, you know, celebratory say event. Say that it's for Zed. Like- we'll get there in a second. That we we'll got to. That we we'll got to. Um, but that's at least uh, that's one camp. If that's so, that's all about aliyah Ragel. So presumably, all halakhahs relevant to a li'lirago. In fact, this also. So, as an example, the Gemara seems to say in Psaachem, uh Tosfos quotes this that you know, if I'm going to, uh, if I live in Chutzla Aritz, it could be there's no din of a Rego The way some read one day in Tosfos. If a person lives in Chutzlar, it's a Lila Regal. So the Ron already writes, I think, the Minug in his time was that people would travel from Chutzlaritz to Eretz Yisrael, but that was more of like a nice thing. But there's no strictly speaking obligation, maybe, for some to go from Chutzlar to Lila Regal, which would mean also that presumably, if you're going to be in Chutzlar, then there'd be no need to. The Tower of Regal, the two dinim, are somewhat dependent. Uh, one on the other is at least uh, one of the ways to structure it. And, and if, if that's so, we have another tower also, which is the Russia's point, which the Russia's point is that Bismarck has that we can't even become that tower. There's no way that a person, we, we lack a para aduma. So, absent the para we're all going to be tamemes, which means that my capacity to go and to be of a is either way going to be extremely limited, which is why the rush says there's no way people go to the mikvah Erev Yom Kippur because the taras be that makes no sense at all. You're not going to be tahir when you leave. You're going to go to the mikvah and then you'll be less. You'll be tahir from Tumas keri, but you can't go into the mikdash. It's still problematic. You're still limited in that way. But but that's one sort of camp in in rishonim and achronim. Shagas Ari is convinced that that is shot in in the Rambam because the Rambam has this line. Even if you're not going to be Ole Ragel? So that would be, be the second Mahal. So the Rambam seems to say that the purpose is, <laughs> which Shaggis Arya reads, it's a question of, of facilitating. To ensure that I could go, that would be the first sort of a Mahalach which means there's no applicability to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur at all, because there's no Indian Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur to go be Ole regel. certainly by Rosh Hashanah. Even by Yom Kippur, so there's no real uh, halachic obligation. It's pretty clear there was like a crowd that would gather outside the mikdash, and that crowd or would be in the Azara. The histachavaya seems to be, uh, you know, the crowd may play a role, but there's no strictly speaking formal, formal obligation. <laughs> Rosenzweig writes in his new sefer, maybe it's hard to get in, but you don't have to get in. You, you know what I'm saying? Home. You could stay home. You don't have to go in. Yeah. You don't have to go in. Rundzweig writes, it's a footnote in his New safer, so he points out he thinks part of the Heshtah of people in the Mikdash was a way that we would want sort of a crowd there to make it not only the Kohen Gadol's day but to have Kalagishal participation in that event also. Something powerful about the Heshtah of like, you're also playing a, you're also playing a role. Also playing a role. How, how would the Rambam's camp yeah. uh, how would that camp answer the question of the Sfas which is like, what's the chidish of Rabi Yitzchak? Meaning, if, if you I see don't it, think that they have a great one, to my knowledge. Yeah, they don't have a like, set up in a second halach, yeah, right. yeah. I think the uh, the way I would say it is like, no like, what's he telling you? He's, so I think they would say Yitzchak, it's a series of I meaning, it's, it's tucked away in the Gemara Rishon, which there's a lot of just, like, it, it's around a lot of agata, it's around a lot of things. The Mekoris the themselves, not as precise, you know, this is something that he would say, and he would like link it to Pesukim. But he wasn't giving you like a formal din or khiv, you know, in that way at all. Way, I, don't, I don't think you'd want to say that. I'm just saying that's what you know, what you would say. There is a second mahalach, which I think is a is a really really intriguing one. Um, it, it's already again. I think it's pretty implicit in achronim and in some of these we've shown him. Um, we'll, we'll say it a way that like says that, which I think is intriguing. But but as follows, the spasmus is clear. It, it, it is odd, as Aras noted, it's very odd to say that you only, um, that this is only a din to facilitate a lila regal. That would make the whole statement unnecessary. Kaiv asma does seem to be saying something above and beyond just go be older regal and this is how you're ola regal. That's, that's point number one. Point number two. It's clear and these to be shown him the idea of Shana and Yom Kippur, the fact that we extend it to when it's not a regal, it's clear the way that the Ravya, at least the way the poor learned the Ravya, it's clear according to Boy Haleket and going and others that may have thought Haiv ad or regal applies not only on regelim, it applies on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur also. Hivashana Yom Kippur also. Plus, and this is the sort of the, the next point, as we noted, the source itself is really not so regal centric. The source is don't touch Nevelas. And Chazal say, well, it can mean you should never touch navelas because in general we assume there's no Isser to be tame." Uh, there's one day in the Tobas and Chulin. there's one comment of the Eben Ezra, but the majority of Rishonim maintain, if you're not a Kohen, you're allowed to be Tameh whenever you whenever you want, whenever you want. So the source itself, is not a Regal specific. For the first Mahalich, that's very odd. Because for the first Mahalach, the whole point of it is so that you can be regel. So I would have learned that halacha somewhere, somewhere else. But why are you teaching me that halacha, you know, that halacha here? I believe that Rolzah makes it arah. If he doesn't, it has to be that he does. But, but I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a sharp point. The location matters also. If this is a halacha in aliyah regel the Rambam probably should have quoted this halacha when he speaks in Hilkos Chagiga about Aliyah Laregel. The fact that the Rambam puts his halacha in Hilkos Tumas Ochlin is at minimum also thought-provoking, meaning just like Chumash had it in the general psukkim about Tumah, that's also where the Rambam puts it, which is, again, at minimum somewhat, somewhat intriguing. And again, there does seem to be, again, this evidence that maybe the halacha itself is somewhat less Regel focused and the question becomes, so then what is it? What exactly is the idea of Chayvon, Chayvon, and Regal, and how does it all, does it all uh, fit in? So I, I think... think was around, was the most Regal. So, Ronson's argument he's not the most Regal, but we'll have to sort of strike a middle ground on this, I think. We'll make a suggestion. So I think the way that, the way Ronson says it over, but at minimum I think a way, again, I don't think he says about Roshana, but, but I think the way to structure it in general is as, is as follows. I'll open with a hara that there's no way he would ever agree with because it's, it's, it's not. Tzfas writes, I think, that the uh, Gimel pa'amim b'shana, this is also there to note the idea as Akdama, that Shal's pa'amim b'shana, so a person, there are regalim, and the regalim goes three times a year. So Sfasemis pointed out that it's not true like etymologically, but we'll pretend like it is, that the word pa'amim is milashon pa'amon, that the word times is milashon abel, and the way that a bell works, as a Sfas Ames, is that you ring a bell, and once you do it once, it continues to reverberate. It continues to reverberate afterwards. And that, that's what the regalim, the regalim highlight particular values, and the goal of those values is that they're supposed to, you know, reverberate, you know, following that. So as an example, exactly. So no one's going to argue that Shavuos as Chagmat and Torah, is like the only day when Torah matters. It's a day where we highlight most explicitly the significance of Torah, but that value plays itself out the rest of the year. But we there are opportunities to highlight it more, more specifically. The same thing is true when it comes to when it comes to Pesach. Yitzchak Mitzrayim plays a dominant role in so many halachas that we fulfill. There is a particular time period we focus on it. You know, much more, much more explicitly. It's like the absurdity of the Ha'ara. I don't know if you ever like, are, you know, hear people say that like the Mother's Day should be every day. You know, kind of a thing. Like, no, Mother's Day should be Mother's Day. Every day your mother should matter to you, but but Mother's Day should be significant on on Mother's Day. It's important to have one day a year that highlights particular values that maybe you always agree with, but it's a particular time when you can focus on, you can focus and clarify values and even though day to day we're competing with lots of different values. So shvuahs I'd spend up all night learning. I would never do that the entire year because during the year it's about integrating the values of shu'as with the values of a hundred other things that you have going on in life. But part of the moadim is highlighting those values in in the clearest and best way, clearest and best ways possible. Aserisime tshuva, it seems, seem to be, on some level, focused on the idea of of tahara, on the idea of tahara. Tahara is always important. The Rav used to point out that part of what makes, uh, part of the reason why there's no Avelas on Yantif is because the stira of Avelas being a, a, a feeling of being rochot from Hashem, and, and the simcha of Yantif always being lifting Hashem. And in the presence of being Lifnei Hashem, there's always an element of Tahara that is expected when you are standing in the presence of the Rabbana Shalom. That is the reason why Bipashtas, the one place, as the Ramah writes in Monevuchem, where Tumavah matters most is in the Mikdash, the one place that is most certainly clearest Lifnei Hashem. That in the presence of Hashem, so that's where there is this desire of having an element, an element of Tahara. There are those who suggest, therefore, that's shot in the Sfas Emes. Why is it that even if I'm not going up to the Mikdash, I should still want to be Tahor, Bizman hazah? What is the significance, you know, of that? So the significance is, I want to be Tahor, even Bizman hazah because when I am Lifne Hashem, I'm one of the amim Tovim, it is appropriate for me, on the yontif to have that experience of being of Tara, having that experience of Tara, there's toellas in that. Then maybe even the, the, the way the Rokeach says that, the, the Joseph Engel notes this in Rosh Hashanah, that you know, it says mikvah three times, of course Baruch was called mikvah three times, mikvah Yisrael Hashem, mikvah Yisrael Hashem, mikvah Yisrael Hashem, it said three times, it must be for the Shalosh Regalim. So the Rodes Engel points out it says mikvah more times than that, and it could be it's, can I get Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, you know, also on some level. There seems to be this value of being pure around the Regalim, even though Again, even if I'm not actually going up, it may also be, and this is part of it, that there's to'eles in trying to be pure, even if I won't have the full totsa'ah of being able to go into the mikdash. Meaning the rush's response to Psadi yago'on is, so why would you go to the mikveh nowadays? You're not going to become fully pure. Like, what exactly are you doing? You're going to still not have to miss And the point may be, if the goal is trying to be lift the Hashem, so the goal is as taur as I can be whatever tummas I can get rid of, I want to be as taur as I possibly can, you know, in this, in this, kind, of a, in this kind of a way. So this, as I suggested, is shot in the original mucker itself. Why is the mucker found by psukim that have nothing to do with the regel itself? Why is the mucker found by psukim that have nothing to do with the regel? Because of the following. It's not really a halacha in the regal that a person is supposed to be tahor. In many ways, it's a value that a person could aspire for all year long. There may be no Isser to be tame. There is a value to try to be Tahor. The Gemara says in the beginning of Chulun, that there are people that would even eat their Chulun Bitahara. The Gemara says there were people that were makbid that all year long, even though it wasn't strictly speaking required, I could have my, I, I could have my iced coffee, whether it's tahara or... Or, or not, it's the same as coffee, but there are people that were knowing to eat it, chulin bitara, to try to be able to accomplish it, you know, in whatever way, whenever they could. It's a generic value, it's a general value that happens to manifest itself most intensely on the Regalim. But the value is a value which is always present and always there. So the same way that Torah is a value which is always there, we happen to note it most intensely on Shavuos, so the same thing is true when it comes to when it comes to T'ahara. Tara is always a value. So what's the din of chayav and mataras of a regel? So part of the value is that there's certain times where we're singularly focused. So I'm more focused on Torah around Shavuos. So I'm more focused on Torah surrounding the regalim. Surrounding the regalim, I'm more focused on that ideal of trying to be as pure as I possibly could be. So chumash doesn't make it a din in the regel. Chumash makes it sound like it's a it's a fun. It's, it's always relevant. because On some level, it is always relevant. Chazal qualify and say, no, no, in the regel, you really have to do it but the value is present, it's present all day. I think that's on the Shavu Lechad also. Shavu Lechad says it as follows. I, I, I think it, 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 it reads very smoothly then. Chayev Adam letar atzvaregel. Kol Shekain on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, you have to be metar atzvaregel. Why is Kol Shekain? you have to be metar atzvaregel there? Because he says, Shehem yimei mishpat she adam letar ulekadish atzmo. Meaning, in the regalim, it's always, it's not about a Alila Regal, there's no Kol shikane. The same way, I have to be Ola regel, so Kol shikane, I have to, I have to go be metahir what does that mean? The same way in the Regalim, I have to try to be metahir myself, because there's this value of Tara, when you're only, lifting Hashem, so Kol shikane, when it comes to Yomim Norayim, where there I have to really, Setsarich Adim Lekair, but I was not about there I have to do it, and that's why Dafka there, there's a of, there's a Chiv Sebracha even. That's why it, it's more intense. Ben Yonah writes in Shari tshuva, you know, that, that there's the unique mitzvah, there's a the mitzvah of chuva all year round. Rabbeinu Yonah reads the Pasuk of Lifne Hashem Titaru not as a gift or as a haftacha that will get Tara on Yom Kippur. Lifne Titaru Rabbi Rabbeinu Yonah is a Chiev. Lifne Hashem Titaru because you're Lifne Hashem there's a Chiev of being a yourself. So if that's true all the time when it comes to Regalim that regalim have an element of tara. I want them lifting Hashem. That's that's true by regalim, but it's much more true when it comes to. It's much more true when it comes to to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur that that standard becomes all the more intense of striving for that for that level of tara to whatever extent you can. If you're into like the history, there's a fascinating Minog. There's a he's Shemesh uh, Eliezer brought. Is that his name? He's, like, a really fascinating guy. It's farm guy. It's farm guy. He only, like, reads obscure things. I don't know if he does any, like, uh, any sort of, like, regular things. I don't know if anyone's ever seen his farm. He has a saver called Banky say less. Aaron Katz, had, it was, I met him once at Aaron's, uh, I was at for Shabbos. I was at Shabbos and he made a Shalom Zacher. So I met him there, so then somehow I got this safer. It's very, um, it, it's very obscure. He, he talks a lot about, like, fascinating and obscure, I men hug him. So he has a whole piece here. This is the third chapter. It's a sefer all about the Sarasmei Tshuva, not like, you know, Hilcha Shofar kind of thing. So this is about chapter, the, the third parak is about achilas Chulam Betara lefi Minag Mikubali Tzfas. That in the 1500s in Tzfat, there were people that tried to take this Yerushalmi lefi the Raviyah to take it extremely seriously. Meaning we have like the watered down version of it, I guess, which is pas which means, I don't know what what is included in pas but whatever is included in pas is what we, I don't know the similar, no, I remember like, I don't even know what what I eat that's pas in general. Cereals. 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 In Israel, it's harder to find. That's what I'm saying. It's a good minute. Like, I'm all over this one. Like, you know, like, if all it is, is stopping to not eat things anyway, so that's great. But um, but there are some of these aseret things. So the Mekubalim and fast, the original mucker quoted there in the raviah quoted by there in the raviah is to really eat chulin betara khulin betara and he points out and some again some of these are more obscure Marmakomos. Say for otsar gnazim uh, it was uh, that had the notes of one of the, the hanhagas of gadol So yesh chasidim sheochen and betara baseret meitshuvah they would really do their best. To eat it in as much tara as possible. We're talking to would say that also. They would do it sometimes also before Pesach. Pesach also was the was the was the minug. But these are all found in Rabbi Chaim Vital. You have some of these Minhagim. It gets really intriguing because of how hard it is to eat chul and bitara. Because if you're tame, so how am I going to treat and eat my chul and bitara? So involved, I think, some like real creativity. Like you have to not only use utensils, you have to utensils that aren't makabal tuma. And you have to, like, with the utensil, it's not makabal tumma, you know, sort of, like, pick up the food that you somehow were able to, like, make sure. It's, like, fruits and vegetables that were never, there was no heksher tumma. You know, it never got wet beratzon. So I have my mangoes, and I go, and take my mango, and I I have, and I go to my backyard, and I have it there, and it never got wet beratzon. It's never no hashratoma, and I eat it with like a fork. I don't know how you're going to peel, whatever you're going to do with your thing, and then you're going to come along and you're going to be able to eat it. And the would do this in segnatot in, in order to like tap into this value of achilas chulin bitara kipshuto of their striving to be able to be able to do so. So that minug has not has not lasted, but the minug of the minug of mikva on erev Rosh on Yom Kippur, so that's one that has which at least the way some interpret, again, this group of Rishonim, is a function of chayv ad-matar tzimah but it requires saying something. The, the way the Shubba says it out is because of the Chuva shibbo. Because Chuva is very much linked to tahara. The way we end Mesechas Yuma of the Amr Kiva lifne you you know, that that's the way we end the sugya of Yuma is by talking about but Baruch Yisrael is part of a fundamental sowed to the nature of of chuva as a Tahara. You know, the Rav in the beginning of ala one of the things that Chuba does is Chuba is me mi, from the tumah of sin. So, okay. So that's why Shmuel is intriguing because even if you, Leika goes further. Even if you wanted to buy the Mahalach in like the first three steps, so the Shmuel goes so far as to say it's going to apply to Yom Kipper also which is sort of in line with this Yerushalmi, about sort of these seven days a year, Rupshad Yon himself did not go that far. Rupshad himself maintained it only true about Yom Kippur, and a lot of the evidence is really much more Yom Kippur-focused, of lifting Hashem to It's not so clear Hashanah should be there, you know, Hashanah doesn't even have Vidoy. Hashanah is the day of Chuva, it's like the beginning of Rosh Chuva, but it, it it isn't, you know, like uh, Satmar Rebbe said, or Simon quotes in his say from Hashanah. Uh, I was in America... Last Sunday. So I picked this up in Lakewood, oddly enough. So uh, they I think are better at selling Y U Svarim than anywhere else. Like it's unbelievable. It's like that was like I know mean, it was amazing. Um, but uh, so he quotes there from the from the Rebbe, that when we say the Gummar and Shanachas, you know, tigur silver chagenu, Khagenu, a certain Kisoy a certain covering by Rosh Hashanah So he's shown a different sheet though, so Sat said, like we cover up the fact that it's like one of the Asaras Mechufa like there's no vidoy there at all. There's nothing like going on there. Yom Kippur is definitely much more of the day of uh, of the day of tahara, you know, in a more intense way. So even if you expand it beyond the regalim, to expand it beyond the regalim to Yom Kippur is one thing. Shmulek is the only place. Yeah, the left hand of you have. There's a lot more to be said there. You have to sort of really sort of expand it, or see Rosh Hashanah either as part of Yom Kippur. You have that like integrated chalos of Aseris and this is the beginning of it. Um, or it's associated with just with chuvas, but like it doesn't bring in the finish of the taru, but something along, something along those lines at least is going to uh, is going to be there. So, yeah. Sorry, you were about to end, but... No, I'm good, you're great. great. you have a second? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the way you're describing this finish or this yeah. view of the yeah. like, this it's essentially a spectrum. Really, all time you should be tahar. There would be an ideal to be. I would say, honestly, yeah, I would say the same way I would say it about learning all night. Like, the same way I would say, like, no all the all time night, you should really be learning all actually, night doesn't mean that in actuality like there's something off in the balance of a person's life if they were doing you know but but that's the question meaning okay question, so the question we is draw the line qu- yeah the question's on, on each end of yeah. the spectrum where every day you should cover you yeah. know there's a value and then on the regal there's a Yeah. The, and yeah. and then the question is where's Roshan the on okay, Kippur is it before the regal or yeah. after the or is it even post, it post the regal but I like a, okay. yeah. Or before? yeah so the question is at what point does it kind of become a M-Y. Okay. But then, and then the question on the other side is now you're, you're weakening the source because the whole source is, what's the source, it can't be that a person has to be Tower because uh, even Kohan yeah. doesn't have to be tower. But we're saying, no, maybe a person doesn't have to be towered. So the point is that, again, I, the, the way I would say it as far as the go, goes, like, or, or yamim Tovim, we highlight in yamim Tovim very intent, we highlight very intently particular values. That then when it comes into day-to-day, you know, as far as navigating and that, there's going to be, none of them are going to manifest themselves as intensely. So I don't know if the ultimate goal is to live your life at that degree of Tara. It's not only the ultimate goal is to live your life, you know, making a Seder every night. It's, it, it, it's that when a, those opportunities crystallize just the particular value, which is supposed to impact my day-to-day. I reflect upon the value of Tara. You know, it's a, it's a value which is always relevant. And if it would work out in your own value, if it worked out, you know, to limited extents, so and then the person would do it. What I, what I find it crazy if a post-it would say like, I think there's an Indian thing that makes for every area of Shabbos because of like, you know, this kind of an idea. It would not surprise me like crazy. Same would surprise me about Kabbalah, Pani, Rabba Beregol Shabbos and Chodesh. It wouldn't surprise me that much. But I don't think it, it doesn't cross the line to chiyuv. You know, that that thing is really the way the Sifra saying it. Like, okay, I get it's important, but like, there's no way to chiyuv. Kohanim had that thiev all year round, you know, and the Kohen Gadol has will say he has that. You know, even more intensely. So what creates the but Now that it's jumped The the lifting Hashem presence creates a chiyav, or the way Moedim are structured to be that pa'amon. It, it's the nature of Moedim. You know, is is to highlight particular nekudas. Is the way they said I would I would say that in that way. Either way, really a pleasure. Great seeing everyone here. Yeah, thank you. Have a great rest of your day. I'd really like to thank you for doing uh, his time. Thank you.